Hi, this is Jack Tester. I'm the president and CEO of Nexstar, and uh, welcome to another edition, another episode of Leadership Lounge. I'm sitting here with uh, the industry-famous Gordon Schroll, who is one of the owners of a very successful business in uh, suburban Chicago, on the north side of Chicago, ABC Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Is that Did I get that right? And electric. And electric. All right. They continue to grow. And uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Gordon is... Uh, up here doing some filming for our 25th anniversary celebration here. And a little background on Gordon. Uh, you joined Nexstar in December of 1992. Oh, you've got a great memory, Jack. Is that right? That is correct. I remember when you joined, and you came to our very first meeting in Anaheim in 1993. We did. You along with your partner and brother, Brian. That's correct. We awesome. had a great time. Yeah, I remember you guys. And uh, just... For, so people out there know, you were one of the first stars in Nexstar, where you really took what you learned from the other members of Nexstar, which is all we had. We didn't have, you know, coaches and training classes. We just had members getting together, sharing ideas, right? Absolutely. And you yeah. guys, I remember you built a building in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, that looked like no other plumbing and air conditioning company I'd ever seen. It looked like a bank. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And, and you know what? Uh, my brother and I went and looked at uh, 13 buildings that day, and we pulled up in front of that one, two foot of snow in front of it. And uh, we had no idea what they were asking for it or anything else, and we just said, this is the one. Well, I wanted you to know that, was, that changed the paradigm of what a plumbing business can look like for a lot of people. And uh, just one other point of note here, we held a, a membership recruitment event there where we brought in members or prospects from around the country, and they saw your business. And I remember we signed up at least 60 people over a two-day period, which really propelled Nexstar. That gave us kind of critical mass. So your company and your and Brian's example really was a reason for a lot of our early success. So thank you, Gordon, for that. Absolutely. Thank You're you. Welcome. But uh, you didn't end there. Your business uh, continued to grow and continues to be uh, one of the best businesses in Nexstar. And I think you got a lot to share. So we, we've we've had a lot of success. We've uh, had a very open mind over the years. Uh, right. What other people are doing. Yep. And even like within your own business, when you see that somebody else can do it, uh, you say, "Well, we can do it too." Yeah. So the innovation hadn't stopped with you guys in our first couple of years. Here, twenty-five years later, you guys are still on a leading edge of of innovation. Um, but what I talked to you about is is kind of get uh, go back in time a little bit, and uh, you mentioned to me I before we got on, on camera here, that there was a moment where there was kind of a, a point of clarity that occurred with you and your partner, Brian, as it relates to running your business. Why don't you tell us about that? Sure. So back uh, when we first joined Nexstar, uh, we had what we thought was a very successful company. Uh, we knew there was opportunity to get better. Yeah. Uh, Brian had certain responsibilities. I had certain responsibilities. Brian was more or less responsible for the warehouse, the trucks, some of that kind of stuff, and I was uh, accounting in the office and that kind of thing. But okay. but there were a lot of gray areas that really weren't completely defined, including marketing and some other areas. And so sometimes those things weren't really being properly attended to because okay. maybe I thought Brian was doing it or Brian thought I was doing it or maybe we're like, you know, my plate's pretty full, um, maybe he'll take over. And so both of you were so responsible, problems. neither was responsible. Yeah, kind of, yeah. you know. Okay. So that created some problems. and then so what did you do? So what we did uh, back then is we uh, 
one of the next star meetings, uh, they had Michael Gerber in as a uh, speaker. Author of the E-Myth. The E-Myth, that's correct. Right. And um, so we actually signed up for some coaching sessions with them. This is before Nexstar offered coaching. Way before. And, way before. And uh, <laughs> maybe that was the foundation for it starting. Yeah, I don't know. We saw demand there that was interesting. I yeah. can say that. Yeah. So. And so, you know, it was really helpful because basically uh, they would call once a week and we'd have a, a one-hour meeting that Brian and I would both be involved on the phone call. And we were responsible for accountability, you know. Okay. And uh, the coach would say, did you get this done? And we'd be like, oh, yeah, kind of, or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And and eventually we got to the point that we didn't, uh, we put more attention to it and, and, and got stuff done. All right, so you were building an accountability chart, so to speak? Is that what well, you're Well, we doing? were build, building accountability within ourselves. So okay. who's, who's accountable for what? Let's okay. figure out what those various uh, tasks are. And okay. then let's determine the accountability so that we would... Uh, make sure that we had that. And and along with that came things like uh, what they called an inbox solution, which was basically not overhandling paper and things like that. And so created a lot of good uh, foundation for us as a company in figuring out who's doing what. So prior to that, there was a, there was a kind of a lack of clarity on responsibilities between you and, and basically your business partner, right? Well, yes, but not on all things, because okay. certain things we were very clear on. Right. Um, and again, I think we felt like we were running a pretty good organization, but we also knew that if we were going to grow and get bigger, that we had to figure these things out. Otherwise, we're okay. going to sit on the sidelines and, and not accomplish things. Okay. So you got that done. That would have been in 93 sometime. Correct. That started, that work started. Yeah, I think it was 93. Okay. Uh, later in the year. Okay. And that was kind of, was it, was that like, uh, and you and you mentioned, you know, prior to this podcast that, that that was kind of a moment of clarity for you and that, that you've carried that idea forward what did you mean by that so you've had so, this moment worked with gerber yeah got your assigned accountabilities right between you and brian and then became a way of life i mean me honestly more. it became a way of doing things and so um, a lot of what we do today with our managers is all tied to accountability and okay. uh, responsibility and whose job is it to do what and so okay you know we've grown to to add uh, heating and air service over the years and add electric over the years and so we have people who are specifically responsible for the plumbing division, for the HVAC division, for the electric division. Mm-hmm. And it's clear what their responsibilities are. Uh, it's clear what our customer service manager's responsibilities are. We right. try to carry that through to everybody so that we don't have this uh, blame game going on. And I'm not saying uh-huh. it never happens, right. but you know, most of the time we can have that accountability because we know who to go to. So tell me right now, describe your management team so we can understand kind of the depth of the complexity of what you're talking about right now. So um, there's myself, and then I have my three sons in the business, okay. um, which sometimes can create some problems. But again, we come back to breaking them out by division. So one of my sons runs our plumbing division, one of my sons runs our HVAC division, and another one runs the electrical division. And so they're each responsible for Good their Good thing own. there's only three trades and three sons. As long well, as we could find a fourth one if need be. <laughs> uh, you sired a great manager. I'm not team, sure Gordon. about the son yeah. or the, the trade. But right. Okay. Anyway, um, you know, and then we, we take that through. So, for example, in our uh, HVAC division, we have then uh, a sales manager, and we have a couple of field service managers. So, again, these are things then that fall under Eric's heading under as the HVAC uh, division manager. Mm-hmm. And he has then responsibilities for each of these people that, uh, again, uh, comes to the accountability thing. So what, so, so 
as you add these positions, and so as as the business grows, as the business has grown, uh, you've taken positions that were doing a couple different things, and then you split them as you add people, right? As you grow yes. the business, and then you might take things when you split them, you might give some of those responsibilities someplace else. So, how, what's the process you go through to, to to make these definitions clear in your business? How do you do that? Well, so uh, initially, when we uh, were looking at HVAC or when we got into HVAC, uh, okay. it was a small little nugget. There wasn't a lot going on. And as it built, um, you know, some problems presented themselves, and we, we had to start identifying them. Yep. And um, we put Eric in charge of the HVAC division, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, seven years ago, something like that. And it was all under him 100%. You know, we didn't have other managers. We didn't have a service manager. Right. We didn't have a sales manager. He was all right. of those hats. Right. And as time went on, then we needed to bring on a sales manager. Uh-huh. So we hired a sales manager, and he worked under under Eric's umbrella. So so did you ask Eric to do that? those definitions at that point to, to identify what he's going to give up and, and what he's going to keep? Yes, okay. absolutely. We worked together to figure out exactly what that looked like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically anything sales, we identified and moved that over to the sales manager. But okay. then he's responsible for meeting with Eric for the performance and the uh, what happens there okay all right so uh, i kind of interrupted you how many how many managers on your management team now we have 15 total including myself oh my goodness yeah that's a lot going on it is it's a lot going on and you know one of our biggest challenges uh in the last couple years has been this mid-level management um kind of scenario so we added a dispatch manager we added a couple of field service managers. We added a new warehouse manager. And, okay. You know, there have been challenges with all of those. As an example, what? Um, well, for example, getting people to understand um, what's really important. What's okay. really important to get done. You okay. Know? First things first. Second things never, never. right? Exactly. That's awesome. But yeah. it's hard to get them to uh, really – it takes a while, I guess, yeah. is what it boils down to. You okay. know, you have to keep meeting about it and talking about it. And so we – we have monthly meetings with all of our managers. Uh, we have two per month. We've had two per month up till now. Uh, starting next week, we're going to three per month, and okay. uh, uh, that's going to be for uh, additional training. Uh-huh. You know, to help them get fully ingrained in where they need to be. So. Okay, well, come a long way. It was just you and your brother managing that business. I think your dad was around, but I think he played solitaire on the computer mostly. So uh, actually, back then he was mostly on a charter boat. Charter boat. He no. was the charter boat captain. Okay, well, he, he turned his hobby into a into a job. So <laughs> that's awesome. But then but sold the boats and uh, you know moved to golf. Okay, for a while, so that's and, great. Yeah. Don's a good so, man. So yeah, so it was Brian and I, and uh, we didn't have other managers back then. No, just you two guys. And now you went from two to fifteen. Yeah. And the dynamic there. Yeah. Right. So today, you know, you're running this big business. You know, what what's a day in the life look like for yourself, Gordon? Um, get in, attend the huddle. If I'm you know, if I'm there, I'm attending the huddle. Okay. Um, actually, any manager that's there, we expect them to attend the huddle. Okay. Um, you know, then I'll go through um, some of the numbers, uh, you know, from a prior day. And uh-huh. uh, I have a lot of uh, meetings, a lot of one-on-one meetings, you know, where, with, your with my management team. How many people of the 15 report direct to you? Um, six or seven. Okay. I think about seven okay. uh, report to me. Okay. And uh, so we, we have a weekly meeting at, at the bare minimum, a yeah. one-on-one to talk about how yeah. things are going. Yeah. Uh, they provide a weekly report, which okay. uh, might be modeled a little after some next start kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I know that report. We yeah, use exactly. that here. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and it, it's helpful because it, it 
gives us some accountability again. Yeah. So we can talk about things. We can document things. So it's just not a gab fest, right, when you guys get together? It's try not thoughtful. to be. Well, that's fun too, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. No, talk. we try to, try to make it productive and, yeah. and accomplish things. And um, we recently, um, I think this is our third uh, quarter now with the 100-day plan that we've been doing. And okay. so, you know, we have accountability meetings on those and meet yep. about that every two weeks. And, you know, so a lot of my work is prepping for things like that and yep. uh, reviewing results from things like that. And uh-huh. It's kind of my day. It's not a bad day. No, it's not. Congratulations, Gordon. Well, thanks, Jack. That's very exciting. Very exciting. Well, thank you um, for your time here today. We sure appreciate you sharing some of your journey as you went from you and your brother and a small family business to a, just a beautiful business on the north side of Chicago with 15 managers supporting your family and your kids' families and just doing a great job. So thank you, and congratulations again. Thank you, Jack. Awesome. Well, thank you again for listening to another episode of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. 